0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode one of Attack of the Podcast, a uh, a small little uh, tribute to uh, shows from days of the past. And uh, basically, all we really talk about on here is going to be gaming, tech, and uh, PC stuff like that, and uh, news-related content. And uh, joining me in this show is going to be uh, Koji, or more commonly known as The Ninja.
1: Hello, that is me. I am Koji, also known as The Ninja.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am uh, Mobius, and uh, today we will be talking about a few things. Uh, Our first topic we're getting into is uh, Sony, a couple months ago, back in August, like right at the end, said that they were starting to uh, uh, invest more in putting their exclusive titles on PC platforms like Steam, and uh, we already have Horizon Zero Dawn, like the complete edition, like I think that's DLC included, and I believe yes. we have Hitman Three or Hitman game of there of some sort. Um, but essentially, I'm reading this article from PCMagazine.com, um, and it's just them really talking about uh, how Sony and Xbox are really kind of working a bit more together. Because, um, like, in other games, like, um, No Man's Sky, I believe is the name, um, it got, like, full crossplay across the board. It's, like, you oh, can play yeah, it on yeah, Switch, yeah. you can play it on Xbox One, you can play it on PS4, and you can play it on Steam, and every one of those platforms can play together. It's it's freaking awesome. <laughs> yes,
1: it is. I love... Because that's, that's one of the problems that I do have. I play a lot of stuff on PC, that's where I spend most of my time, and uh i do have those friends every once in a while that want to play stuff across platform and things just don't work out because yeah. they don't have those features so uh, i think it's, another it's, yes. what's up it's a big yes <laughs> in my book yeah
0: yeah uh i think um i think something i'd really want to see is like because um, uh something that happened a while ago um just uh i think it was actually this year they uh, released a statement saying that they've unlocked development for cross-play across all platforms for developers on PlayStation 4. And so, like, now it's essentially just up to the developers on whether or not they're going to do it.
1: Oh, interesting. So yeah. you might actually see a lot more of that going on in the future.
0: Yeah. It's actually kind of crazy. Um, I'm really hoping that uh, Destiny 2 gets more of a cross-play scene. Um, that kind of gets really awkward, though, with uh, with first-person shooters. Because like, I mean like you, you, I feel like we can like honestly say that like mm-hmm. a uh, a cons uh like a console FPS player versus a PC FPS player, the PC FPS player is probably gonna win out. Uh,
1: in most cases, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, th- there are <laughs> exceptions that are yeah. worth noting, but uh, for the most part, I agree.
0: Um, I feel like a decent argument, uh, would be whether or not that. Factors in on whether we should do it anyway, you know, because yeah. like there's obviously going to be a skill gap, but like, like what would you do to filter it out, you know?
1: Yeah, uh, that's um, a, yeah, that's, that's a hard thing to do for sure.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, you just like have to. Overwatch does a really good job of uh, like because like their characters are so unbalanced, but there's so many of them, <laughs> it kind of has this awkward play off itself. Yeah. Um, and so, like, like it doesn't really matter if you're really good at aiming or not. Like, if you're a junk rat, you can just kind of sit in a corner and shoot stuff. Yeah, you can you still
1: know? you can still fulfill your role uh, if, yeah. if you know which role and, to play out where, where you're sitting.
0: Yeah, and you can do it quite well, actually. Like, like I feel like Overwatch is a good example of a game that could be cross-play, and, like, maybe that wouldn't be as big of a, di- a difference, you know? And, like, with all of, like, the... Di- the different game modes there are, and between like competitive and non-competitive, it'd be like really easy to filter out like console competitive between PC ranked, you know? Right. Like I feel like that's just what you do. Is just like that. That's the only server difference. Like it, yeah, would, it would be it would almost have if you're be, playing yeah. on ranked. And then other than that, like who who really cares?
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. Like quick yeah. play. Like I I had all my fun in Overwatch on quick play. I did a little bit of competitive didn't like the scene yeah. too much, but, uh, um, yeah, yeah I, I could see we're keeping everything fair. Like if you have players that are playing the game with a different device in their hand, uh, those people should be playing competitively in their own scene. Uh, cause yeah. it, it, there, there is a, a difference there.
0: Yeah. That, that's really the only part of it that like is, is definitely something that would like have to be carefully watched and stuff. Um, cause like it's so much easier to modify um, on in a PC environment as well, because like I mean, you you get packers like in like a lot of games, but you don't even know it, um, and uh, and it, like buddy. some games are really really bad with it. Like um, if it's like a really unpopular game, I guess. Like, uh, like, like, uh, a kart racing game, like Sonic Racing Transformed on the Steam version. Oh, yes. Um, is, is insanely easy to modify. You can just use a program like Cheat Engine, change all of your values and just, like, blast your way to the finish line.
1: Yes, yes, I've seen many games on Steam uh, that have that problem.
0: So, like, the, the problem behind that is, like, just just really keeping an eye on servers and, like, people, player activity and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: uh, the, yeah, it no. is also worth noting, um, in my experience at least, uh, consoles have a little better there in terms of like people hacking because uh, you can't really, as far as I'm aware, I don't do enough console to really know about this myself, but <laughs> I, from what I believe, I don't think there's nearly as many hackers on the console sides of yeah. competitive scenes as there are on the PC side. Just, well, the just funny thing is with the PC uh, yeah. more easily.
0: Because like I had um, I, I had dabbled a little bit in the modding scene um, throughout my days and uh, it is like it's very difficult just to get what is required to do um, hacks and and modifications you really do need to know what you're doing and have had known what you're doing for a while (laughs) otherwise you like risk completely either like um, ruining your console uh, and like being out like hundreds of dollars (laughs)
1: Yeah, that that was, that was one of the scarier things that I was worried about when uh, we started doing yeah. those uh, things with our PSPs. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> like, because like if if it if if it breaks, that's it. That that's the whole thing. It's not like a PC where like you can just kind of swap. Like like you're just really affecting a program. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, your PC works the way it does, and the program was made on that, so obviously it can override it whenever it wants.
1: Yeah, exactly. Skyrim is a fantastic example of that. The game is basically yes. built to be modded, but you can break the oh, game yeah. so easily, and uh, yeah, the easiest no. fix is just un- uninstalling and reinstalling. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, so a lot of Bethesda games, like Fallout does that. Fallout 4 got really into uh, just let- letting modders do as they please. Um, and, like, it's not... A bad thing in games, like like Skyrim's uh, and Fallout, are a great example of like a lot of good you can do in the modding scene.
1: Oh yes, yes.
0: <laughs> and it's uh, it it's kind of crazy. Um, I think like uh, there's a lot of cool like hardware mods as well, like um, converting uh, old consoles into uh, like, arcade cabinets, essentially.
1: Oh, yes, That's some of, those are some of the coolest things I've ever seen. Uh, people who get into that as a hobby, I respect so much, because it, it is oh, an art God. form. It is an art form.
0: Let me tell you, it is super hard. <laughs> just <laughs> to, like, I'm just building the arcade stick right now, and it is a nightmare scenario. <laughs> well, tell, tell me a uh, little bit about that okay so um i don't have a whole lot of woodworking skills but like so i just kind of took a uh, a cardboard box it's basically essentially an old um christmas present uh but like i never threw the box out because i kind of looked like the way it looked and essentially just kind of turned this piece of like hard paper into an arcade stick uh reinforcing it with like more cardboard on a vertical level inside of it so it's actually stable when you play so even if it is a very thin material, it's, like, on top of something, so it still works. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, no, it's the wiring stuff. Like, everything works off of, like, this tiny little uh, chip. Um, and it's, like, fed uh, into a USB. And you uh, you have all these, like, different wires and prongs. Uh, and they plug into the buttons. And you can essentially, like, whatever button you want, you can just plug in. It's, it's pretty adaptable. Like, there's no real... thing you need to worry about between like uh, a 24 millimeter button and a 34 millimeter button it's all the same yeah okay and then you just slap it all together and you got an arcade stick
1: (laughs) oh cool yeah you just do your measurements and make it all nice and right
0: yeah that was the hard thing uh was doing measurements without any real measuring tools
1: (laughs) yeah wait what well actually now that you mentioned tools what did you use to like cut your wood and stuff
0: uh, I had, I didn't have wood, like I said, it was cardboard. Oh, right, cardboard, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I used an X-Acto knife and just kind of, like, hoped I got the cut right. Oh, okay, Because everything good, was good. done by eye, and, like, I kind of stenciled the button uh, under the cardboard as a sort of guide, you know? And, like, some buttons fit really well, other buttons don't fit that well. <laughs> oh, there's not so much. <laughs> <laughs> but, like like i've been uh it, it was a prototype box it was just like a concept kind of uh thing that i did to just see what i would need to do it because mm-hmm. like i didn't yeah, really get, get, get into, into it. i i i didn't get into a whole lot of that stuff in high school and stuff so like i i was just getting into it pretty much in over the last few years i was getting into the more like Hardware aspect of uh, of like gaming and whatnot.
1: Right. Yeah. Now that you mention it, I've I have recently over the last couple of years been wishing I had done workshop in high school. Uh, that was oh, a big Jesus. regret. So if you're young and you're in school, uh, I definitely recommend workshops. Uh, you know, be cool, stay in school. It's a fantastic thing to do.
0: And just remember, <laughs> like, remember that you know, computer apps class may be super boring and absolutely useless, but can you can use you can use that time to research computer stuff. Yes, uh, it's... And they won't get mad yes. at you. <laughs> no, uh,
1: I I was ha- I'm so happy I had com- some computer classes in school, uh, oh, because yeah, they pretty much fun. set the foundation for where I'm at right now, and uh, I feel like I'm in a very good place technologically wise. So take yeah. advantage of that. Take advantage of it. Um, so with those arcade sticks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna roll right back Segway back. back. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: no, there's some crazy uh, hardware out there. There's like. This really big difference between American and Japanese um, hardware when it comes to arcade cabinets. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, their buttons are much smaller. Like we yeah. use, um, we com- America commonly uses thirty millimeter buttons, I believe, or no, or thirty-five millimeter buttons, and I believe Japan uses like thirty to twenty-five millimeter, like really small buttons. Okay. And like I I tried out some of the. Uh, sanwa or senwa um i believe is the uh the company that makes the buttons and they're like the highest recommended like highest rated uh company that makes arcade buttons essentially Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um and it is just the nicest goddamn button i have ever pushed in my life (laughs) i could only imagine the (laughs)
1: satisfaction of just pressing (laughs) the nicest button in the world
0: you have no idea. So, like, I'm setting up um, another concept cardboard box uh, for um, Smash Bros, essentially. Mm. It's going to be oh. a, a GameCube arcade conversion. Um, but it, I want it to have, like, the joystick capability as well as, like, a sort of D-pad capability. Like, I really like the idea of hitboxes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what those are?
1: Yes. Well, yeah, in, No, in terms of like a physical controller, I don't think I do actually. But oh, in God. in a in a in Smash, I know what hitboxes are.
0: Okay, no. So like the controller hitbox is just like um like any normal arcade stick. It just doesn't have the stick. It's a D pad instead.
1: Oh, okay. That's a hitbox. Yeah, right.
0: and so like that's actually kinda nice if you think about it. Yeah, because <laughs> like you Smash, get directed I... towards it.
1: Oh, yes. For Smash, I do strongly prefer a D-pad, just because you, you need those, like, extremely those accurate... accurate... jumps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta, Accuracy. Gotta get that edge guard. Accuracy is what it's all about, baby.
0: Oh, jeez. Gotta give yourself infinite iframes. <laughs> but essentially, we were talking about um, hitboxes. And, like, the nice thing about hitboxes in that, like, the advantage to not having a joystick is you have direct input instead of like having to hit all eight points to get your combo off you know oh yeah yeah like like it's the difference between like four or uh and eight like like do you want to have to push all eight buttons or do you want to have to push just four really fast
1: i want (laughs) to push all eight buttons i I feel like to me it's the sound to me i like uh being a pc gamer i'm used Mm -hmm. to having like a hundred buttons okay i want to press eight buttons
0: you want to press eight buttons (laughs) (laughs) You want an eight-directional hitbox? Yes. <laughs> to be honest, that sounds super hardcore. <laughs> um, I would love to design that. To be perfectly honest, I'm kind of like concepting a whole bunch of stuff, but like with the um, Smashbox, as I'm calling it right now.
1: Oh, good name. I like it.
0: Um, like I'm really figuring everything out, and I'm just mapping out a normal GameCube controller onto it just to see how things go. Oh, um, interesting. And if okay. That. And if that goes really well, I'm gonna do it for my PS3 controller as well, so I can have a wireless one.
1: <laughs> oh, you can make them wireless. That'd be fantastic. Well, like if
0: you if you use a wireless controller as your base, yeah.
1: Oh, it's that simple.
0: Yeah. Well, like at that point, you just need to find a controller um, that you can uh, solder your points into.
1: So that you could spare, basically.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so like you just like connect wires to uh, on the di- directly onto the board. Instead of just using that rubber connector pad that like they use in stock controllers, and you just kind of convert it into an arcade stick.
1: Well, all right.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's super awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I might have to get into some of this myself because, uh, like, uh, I've been I've been tinkering with the idea in my head of just like little projects I could do because we've got yeah. wood around here just laying around, stuff I could God. just get my hands on and just mess you with, have and no make idea. things if with. If you
0: would. If you would just, like, build me cabinets, I would send you the components, and you would just have to slap them in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll just send you the cabinet back in the mail, full size.
0: Yeah, no, you just gotta wrap it in saran wrap, that's all. (laughs) So it's preserved.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That might be a thing. This might be a thing, folks, coming up in the future. Arcade sticks, arcade cabinets, you name it.
0: Yeah, no, we could do it. We could could done do it. (laughs) No, nah, um, but like with that, it's just been a total blast. Just like, kind of just conceptualizing a Smashbox in the first place. Yeah, such a good idea. Yeah, I've I've seen GameCube arcade sticks before, but that's for like Soul Calibur and like Tekken and stuff, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, because um, it wasn't really a big fighter. I think um, Xbox and uh, PS Two were really big on uh, those kind of titles instead.
1: Right. Yeah. I agree. Um,
0: especially at the time, and so like it's just kind of weird to see. <laughs> yeah. Because um, like it has like one of the most popular fighting games on the market.
1: <laughs> it does. So why does yeah. it's
0: never had an arcade stick before too? So it's like what? <laughs> yeah,
1: I know it's it's strange because. There's there's like this entire community for that sort of thing, and maybe we've just maybe yeah. it's just gone over our head. And we missed it. Yeah, but like... maybe
0: we just haven't found it yet. No, if if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast and you know, just just send us a link. We'll, <laughs> we'll set up a Facebook later.
1: <laughs> I, I might just do some research later. But yeah, it's I, I But speaking of like the big ones though, uh, just for the longest time, I, arcade sticks have been in my head uh, from seeing a lot of um, Street Fighter themed mm-hmm. arcade sticks that people have made uh i've seen oh, a man. lot of that a lot of arcade uh yeah, street fighter cool ones. oh man and some of them are just so cool and it's 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 been a theme in my head for a long time that's for sure And so i'm glad to have a chance to talk about that
0: yeah okay so that's like that that that's pretty cool so i think you had something to uh to bring up on uh pc gaming as well
1: um yeah, actually, it's a little bit of gaming news for the PC. Uh, so, I'd like to talk about, beginning with that, uh, AMD and Intel, their processors, lately. Um, yeah, so for a long time... We're talking time, about the
0: high-techy stuff. Yeah, hey. so we're talking about
1: PC we're processors a little bit here. The, the core of the PC, the brain. Alright.
0: The, the guy that does the thinking. <laughs> the hard thunking.
1: The thing with the big fan on it.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> the, the thing that has to be, like, cooled at all times. So it has to have a fan Yeah, so, as uh, far
1: as... It's far just as... losing its shit yeah. all the time. It, it just needs it.
0: It just gotta cool off, man.
1: <laughs> the summers are rough. Uh, okay, all So right, the two saying. big companies that I want to talk about right now are AMD and Intel. So for a very long time... Uh, in the beginning, especially, Intel has had um, a very good place in the processor development industry, where uh, they're basically the leaders. The, they have been for a very long time, uh, and AMD has been basically, I think, their primary competitor uh, with their own technology and their processors. Intel uh, with Intel with their own um, technology and their processors. AMD. Uh, within the last couple of years, I think it's been uh, made and developed their own brand new um, technology for their processors. and basically it has put them in a place that I believe has them uh, above Intel at the moment because uh, it kind of does things that the Intel processors simply cannot do. And it's, it's been a bit of a, a bit of a hot spot for the, the PC hardware community out there. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: freaking awesome. (laughs) Yeah, so
1: basically, this new processor that they came out with is called the Ryzen.
0: The Ryzen? Okay, I'm looking it up, and, like, um, I'm seeing it on New Egg for, like, a bunch of different prices. Like, there seems to be a bunch of different versions.
1: Yeah, and there there are. Uh, There's, like, the Ryzen 7, Ryzen 6, and there's a few of them. But the biggest thing about AMD that a lot of people have been a fan of AMD for uh, has been their pricing. Uh, Being... Intel's big competitor for a while. Intel has uh, they they've always produced very fantastic products. Like uh, I've never seen okay. an Intel processor that I've had a problem with ever, uh, and I would actually recommend Intel to people.
0: Yeah, I think I'm using uh, an Intel so right now. I don't
1: want to seem like too biased toward AMD. I've I've been singing their praises here a little bit for this technology that they made because it is fantastic. But. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so what's what's the um, is this a specific product you're talking about?
1: Um. Yeah. Well, it's not a specific, but it's it's their their new line of processors, basically the, okay. the new Ryzen processors. Okay. So the, line this is the
0: thing that's that's going in their processors. Correct. That's going to be in and the rest of their stuff. Yeah. Okay.
1: And uh, in, uh, what this is leading to into is basically going to be like the pricing of uh PC hardware and how it's going to be dropping uh, quite a bit, I believe, over the next few years to make PC more accessible to a lot of people. Uh, yeah. which I, I believe is the most important thing to uh, getting people into PC, I guess. Because it, PCs are admittedly very expensive, especially if you want to get into gaming. Yeah. So yeah, accessibility it's like a is a fantastic co- thing. It's
0: like a few hundred dollars just to start, to be honest.
1: Yeah, just to start, Whereas, <laughs> which is like the big competitor for consoles, whereas you could spend a few hundred dollars to get uh, the newest generation of console, and it'll be able to play anything you want that's on that console, yeah. which is perfectly fine, which I, I respect Yeah, no, of.
0: that's the thing about consoles I want to say right now. They are just so goddamn idiot-proof. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you can always <laughs> like trust the console. You can always stress the console.
0: How did you do that? How did you make a computer that is just, like, that just works? <laughs> yeah, it, it you know? just
1: does its job. And that's... That's, that,
0: that, that's <laughs> it. And that, like, obviously, like, I'm not going to be using this to do my freaking taxes. Um, <laughs> like, like it's a very niche thing to have, like, a like a game console. But, like, even nowadays, it's actually pretty common place to have one just mm-hmm. as a media device, you know?
1: Yeah, people are streaming on consoles yeah. nowadays, which I think is yeah. mind-blowing, honestly. The fact that yeah, the like PS4 the and streaming. the Xbox have integrated that into their consoles is huge because uh, yeah, that made streaming crazy. accessible to a lot more people as well which is yeah. another thing I, I love accessibility I love being able to see more people get into things that they could potentially like love and enjoy for the rest of their life you know
0: yeah but the problem with that is with consoles is there's not a whole lot of customizability in terms of hardware like you can't like in with ps4 you can kind of attach another hard drive but you can't really upgrade the graphics anytime soon mm-hmm. you're gonna have to wait for ps5. Right, for that to happen. Like, like, you have to wait for the whole new iteration for things to get better. You just kind of can't do it as the technology goes along, which is the advantage of a, a PC.
1: Yeah, you can just... Once you have your PC, you can just upgrade part by part uh, as things need to be upgraded if they do in the future.
0: Um, yeah, which, is like, also comes with its own, like, kind of little pros and cons. Like, obviously, like, having to upgrade every few years is a little obnoxious. Yeah,
1: well, the thing is, if... <laughs> Uh, if you know when to shop for your parts like especially around like Black Friday and Cyber Monday the Mm -hmm. deals there are fantastic you can get parts uh, on the cheap for the most part especially budget stuff Um, parts that are you could end up building a gaming pc for less than 300 uh and that is yeah. actually very possible it wouldn't be able to do like the super high-end stuff like ultra graphics or whatever yeah like but you'd be able to play but, like, like you minecraft could play. you could play among us which which is a, a big topic <laughs> lately i like among us but
0: yeah games like i feel like low-end games like risk of rain 2 or something super demanding games um because like i started out with around about 800 800 ish I believe is what I started out and like I could play like everything on ultra at the time I think except for like the witcher 3 (laughs)
1: Hmm. yeah yeah
0: um and so like like for a while up until like um a couple years ago I wasn't really having I wasn't I didn't have a single problem with a game until doom eternal came out
1: (laughs) oh yeah okay
0: yeah, and so like Doom Eternal's just like another level with its graphics apparently or something, um, and like I need to figure out what's going on. But like that, that's just like like a scenario where you're kind of like forced to upgrade if you want to play the game you want, you know?
1: Well, yeah, at least at the maximum settings, and yeah, uh, and again, but, like, maximum I... settings are not always necessary. So
0: yeah, they're not they're not always the best, um, and like sometimes you get shafted like me and you really do need to like upgrade because like your graphics card won't let you. <laughs> oh yeah, that
1: does happen sometimes.
0: Yup. Every now and then it's it's like a few and far in between and like I mean that's like a year's between time difference, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I try so I to, mean like Well about the yeah. time difference there with like upgrading parts. What I was saying about yeah. the pricing, if you know when to shop and you get your stuff on the yeah. dirt cheap, uh, you yeah. can get a part. If you save up for a decent part and you get those deals you can get a part that'll last you like five to seven years and that's basically how i've been doing my computer yeah. I, don't, I only upgrade every five years uh, yeah and that's part.
0: really the goal is to just like have your pc la- outlast a console's life really <laughs> i've the pc
1: i've had here i've had it since 2009.
0: yeah no that's pretty impressive <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I've just been rotating out parts. I'm The next thing I'm hoping to do is I'm hoping to upgrade my graphics card, and I'm hoping to switch out the case and get it all moved into a nice new, more airflow-efficient cooling yeah, system. Yeah, no,
0: that thing that you had last time I remember, it was just like this big black fridge. Yeah, it's not even a fridge. It's just
1: a, it's just a box. It's just a big it's black fridge. Just, it's
0: just a big, terrifying chunk of plastic.
1: <laughs> yeah, I still have that thing. Uh, <laughs> My
0: mine legit looks like a fridge it's like all white and streamlined now it looks like one of those new fridges Ooh, yeah <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
1: oh man that's a, that's another it's just another little niche thing about pc gaming is uh or at least pc uh building is uh there's a lot of beautiful cases out there i guess i should say you can oh, yeah. you can really there's a lot of pretty cases you, you still want to like look for stuff that's not like you know trying to go too much for style that it's like reducing its own airflow and like burning out your graphics card and stuff but and there's a lot of really cool cool, like
0: interesting like i think it's called ergonomics or whatever mm -hmm. um and then there's like um like this uh this one tower i saw that was completely submerged in liquid inside of its case yep
1: yeah they have liquid cooling like submerged liquid cooling. (laughs) and it wasn't
0: it wasn't water was what made me go crazy it was like this kind of alcohol whatever solution mm-hmm. um and it's just like and taking it... a bath in the damn thing <laughs> yeah
1: and there's a lot of servers out there a lot of big like constant 24 7 running servers out there that are just set up in that uh and it works extremely well
0: oh god i want one so bad <laughs> it, just to like have a fish tank in my computer <laughs> i would i would want to put like if there was like like, whatever resistant material that wouldn't harm the computer. Just put it like, fake fish in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little plastic body fish.
0: <laughs> that would be a... I think that would be the absolute best. Oh, with some
1: this. neon lights and stuff. Man, you the, the builds you can so do good. these days are crazy. You could literally do that today. It, like, like, the, the like technology could, is out there.
0: Yeah, it, it's literally evolved into kind of its own art form.
1: Yeah, it is an art form. That's it's an interesting thing to it's think nice. about.
0: Yeah, no. I saw um, back in the day in uh, one of the towns we used to live in, there was this computer shop that made their uh, their business sign out front, their banner completely out of old broken computer parts.
1: <laughs> old broken computer parts.
0: Yeah, it was um, it was like this computer shop slash like Magic the Gathering thing. Um, I didn't really understand it, but, like, they had a Sega Genesis in there, and you could just come and hang out. It was a really weird business. Oh, <laughs> well, hey,
1: if it's got a Sega Genesis, you could just come in and play It's uh, Dude, that's they a had Fatal Labyrinth!
0: <laughs> <laughs> they had Fatal Labyrinth! Nobody had Fatal Labyrinth! I tried to buy it off the guy, but he didn't want to sell it.
1: <laughs> he's, he's got it on sale in a shop, but they won't even let go of it.
0: Uh no, no kidding, right? Like, like the <laughs> store won't sell me their product! Oh man! They know it what they funny. gotta hang
1: on to. They made the right choice. I know it sucks, but they, they really made the right choice.
0: Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, and so like, like kind of going into like retro tech, like uh, Sega Genesis lock on technology. Like what what the hell was going on <laughs> yeah, there? Yeah. What, what was that? <laughs> like it was um, it all started with Sonic and Knuckles, and then somebody got it in their head that they were just going to do that instead of a new console with an expansion bay for the the genesis or master system depending on where you lived mm-hmm. uh and it was just like instead of 16 bits you now you were upgraded to, to 32 bits i believe is, was the thing um it was just higher quality looking games and stuff like more pixels more more pretty uh and then like they just kept freaking going
1: what about the blast processing
0: oh god they they blasted right through it <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, it got to a point where like i think there was um i saw it on a meme but it was like a real thing it was like this piece of uh like all all of the like the upgraded things you could do to put into like lock on tech sega Genesis. <laughs> is like the uh, the 32x it was like sonic and knuckles was in there and then like there was this weird expansion bay and it had like this aux port that went down <laughs> to the freaking like uh audio plug-in if you wanted stereo output and then like it just kept going what? it was like stacked what? up like seven uh, times um... and then they had just to kick it off there was like the Sega CD expansion port underneath it. Oh, so that was that was the foundation
1: <laughs> of this mighty Sega machine. <laughs> it
0: Really was. I don't know how it took all the weight. <laughs> it's
1: just like modular part you know, on, on under a game under another modular part under another game yeah. with like things and on the was, side. Uh... And like another like a whole another like washing machine on the bottom
0: god damn it <laughs> and it was it was like um and, and that was the crazy thing with the tech back then is like i think the uh, sega genesis logo like sound clip they have that you play at the beginning of most sega games mm-hmm. it's like more than half the cartridge itself <laughs> like like to, to just like put their like copyright binary like bios sega. whatever in there and like the rest of the game is like just so much smaller in comparison. How does
1: how did that even
0: happen? How does I, that work? I don't know. I have to assume that it's something to do with the audio. Oh, you know? like
1: they're like okay, you know that that Sega. You know, it's it's like yeah. it's like there's ten of them saying it at the same time. Like it's like it's just like, shooting like, like ten it could just different be like tones.
0: Super overlapped. <laughs> like it could have just been like something that like really kind of looped itself and like just got it through production because that Sega did that shit back then <laughs> they would just like put something out and like see if it worked
1: man, man. <laughs> this is a, um, little things like that or what I yeah. believe make like the old retro style of gaming production it's so fantastic yeah, no. to look at and remember
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ! and like that compared to like what you were talking about the, the AMD Ryzen mm-hmm. was it mm-hmm. and like that thing is just gotta be <laughs> like that if if uh sega genesis like 16-bit blast processing is a um let's see, let's think of a good car analogy uh like like a, a 1972 volkswagen bug
1: <laughs> okay okay then
0: then i would have to say that your hd ryzen is probably like
1: like a tesla the
0: elon musk supercar. yeah
1: the tesla <laughs>
0: yeah that that shit just like because we've got like so far past all of that shit in like i think it's only been like what 20 years only 20 years yeah 20 20 30 years i think say sonic had Wait, his 20 30
1: yeah sorry it's 2020 now isn't it holy crap i'm yeah, old. yeah it's
0: 2020 it's been um so like he had his uh his 25th during sonic generations and that was like five years ago i think right yeah yeah that sounds okay. right and so, um, yeah, it's been like, like, that's like not even really a generation if you think about it. Man, yeah. Because like, I mean, they say it's generations like every 10 years, but really it's like, Maybe like 20, 20 longer. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it, It's like a, 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 education's worth at this point, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually, that sounds, yeah, honestly, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's. I, I feel like it's like whoever's in like middle school now is gonna be like a completely generation by like whoever's just getting out of high school, but like everyone in between is kind of like in that same space. Mm-hmm. Um, weird off-topic chatter. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, but like, um, like back on your your Ryzen, like, um, so if you were to pick like like right now today between like amd and intel um who would you pick
1: uh well it's an easy pick for me because my computer is already built with amd stuff so i kind of have <laughs> to stick with that but that, that's um, if, if
0: you did not have to choose if you were free to just like use either product and you didn't have to worry about your motherboard
1: <laughs> well yeah definitely amd just because of the pricing like they're they're competing hard with Intel and they're and like competition is the best thing for a market and for everyone who's yeah. uh, a consumer in the market because uh, again like what I was saying before the big thing that keeps a lot of people out of PC gaming is the price and yeah. the the further down those prices drop for like good PC parts that can play the games that people want to be able to play the more people are more people are actually going to be able to get into it um, and that's what I want to see you know um, okay okay. Yeah, so AMD's kind of in that part where they're they really pushing the competition, and it's it's bringing prices down uh, as far as processors go. Um, well, that's handy. And that's good news for once. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic news, <laughs> especially we for could rings, all use I, some. I'm still buying parts every every few years. So, um, yeah, and on the graphics card side, you have uh, there's three big big uh, companies. There's NVIDIA. Um, AMD has their own cards rtx yeah and um man yeah the the other one that i can't think of off the top of my head you know it's out there
0: (laughs) (laughs) that other guy yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) man yeah that other guy
0: what was that other guy's name
1: it's it's gonna escape me so i'm just gonna keep rolling
0: come on on. he walked up to you (laughs) and he told you he you shook his hand but you just forgot his name. Yeah, and it's
1: unfortunate, <laughs> but at least we're not sponsored, so it's okay.
0: Yeah, no worries. <laughs> we don't got to worry about it right now. <laughs> All
1: right, but they're, they're not even who I want to talk about, so it's, it's okay. What I want to talk okay. about right now is... Uh, the There's a specific graphics card I actually want to talk about that just came out on the market. Oh. Uh, yeah. And that is the GeForce RTX 3080 and uh, this is actually kind of on the opposite spectrum of what I was talking about before in terms of pricing, because this is on the higher Mm -hmm. end. Yeah, Um, this
0: is like a super pricey, like really nice graphics card.
1: Yeah. Uh, And it's it's, it's brand new, it's kind of top of the line. Uh, And it's, uh, so what I want to start with here is, uh, I just basically want to give people like a, a view of what higher end, if people spend most of their time on console and don't know much about PC especially, Give them a view of what a higher-end like graphics card is for PC players. Uh, so this GeForce RTX 3080 uh, starts at $700, right? Uh, so that is you see you hear the $700, and you're know, like, that's just for like one part of a computer. Uh, but a graphics card is what makes the uh, the computer basically run a game at a, a good frame rate. So the stronger that graphics card is, the better time you're going to have playing uh, better graphics uh, in your games at better frame rates, right? That's good. Yeah. Uh, so seven hundred dollars, of course, sounds like a lot. Um, yeah, and, and, <laughs> that's a bit crazy. Yeah, it's it's a, that's a that's a paycheck right there for some people.
0: Yeah, that's like that's like more than a paycheck for most people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a couple months.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, oh yeah. And As a reference, uh, there's like the the, the Titan, uh, a graphics card that came out yeah. uh, maybe a couple years ago. Super pricey, ago. super crazy and high end. It was in the thousands, right? We're talking thousands. Yeah, it was of a really
0: graphics nice graphics card, but it was super expensive.
1: Top of the line, uh, like the best graphics card on the market at that time. It was brand new, came out. It was a big news, and it was called the Titan because it was an extremely large graphics card, and it needed to be that big it in order to have the cooling. Name. Uh, it needs a big name big name for a big (laughs) card (laughs) and uh so this new card that's basically competing with that uh, titan that came out a couple years ago for like a thousand dollars it is better than that titan and they have priced it at seven hundred dollars um so this kind of gives a scale in
0: comparison that's not bad
1: yeah and this is again this is all for scale of the market here uh, in terms of what I've been talking about how prices have been dropping Mm-hmm. um because of all this competition in the the PC gaming hardware especially um market um and i and again this is all playing into how i want to see more people uh give PC a chance um
0: yeah you re- really want to see like more uh, more PC startups yeah
1: cuz <laughs> cuz not even just for gaming as a whole like i i'm not being like PC gamer here PC you know master race or whatever you've all heard the memes but like yeah just because i want the people to more common see that they even if they can't afford pcs right now that there is hope for pcs dropping in price in the future and reaching into a range of affordability that will actually be right there with consoles
0: yeah on that like i i just wish like like our level of like um like integration with technology was like same like the same kind of like on like japan or like um south korea in that like they just have like internet cafes just like on the regular just like everywhere i
1: I want that here
0: yeah no that's just it's so nice to and you can just go in you have like a whatever id card and you just like load your time or something and it's like really nice internet yeah (laughs) Man, it'd be hard to do that
1: with coronavirus the way it is right now. Just yeah, walk into a place. We used to, um, that,
0: but... we used to have something like that back in middle school. Um, I forget like the name of the company, but it was underneath this other company that went under called the Game Impound, um,
1: you're which out was like. A bit. Oh, sorry. Uh, can you? I, I, I just like to ask you to repeat what you just said a little bit because I, I missed a bit.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, it was like the, this building underneath the Game Impound, like on on the outside behind it essentially or mm-hmm. was this other like line of stores and like uh, me and you would hang out there every now and then we played left for dead uh a lot oh that place yeah. you're talking about yeah that's the closest example i could think of of like there being like a, a true to form internet cafe yeah, that, but like that place was like more towards like straight up just gaming yeah and it was like perfect i wish we saw more of that oh my gosh
1: yeah uh so maybe maybe other people out there have heard of places like this but i'd actually like to talk a little bit about that because that, yeah. that was a good memory for me those days in high school when we were hanging out there so uh this place was it was literally just full of computers uh and this was like 12 this must have been like 12 years ago
0: this 11, was a ago. lot longer than 12 years ago i'm pretty sure this was like we were um okay so me you and griff were hanging out at the time so we were like just in high school yeah
1: and i remember this was around the time i was starting to drive and i was actually able to go over to that place myself and yeah. bring people with me. yeah so this
0: this was essentially half a lifetime ago <laughs> <laughs>
1: half our lifetime ago yeah it's crazy <laughs> to think about
0: yeah and so like it was a crazy place they had like a rock band set up they had some consoles and stuff it was really awesome and like i've seen other places like that kind of more in the form of a barcade Mm -hmm. um which is actually really cool there's a few places up in uh portland oregon um that are just super awesome um and like a really really similar to what like we had um in terms of them, there would just be computers from, like, wall to wall. And just, like, people playing, like, Overwatch and, like, Call of Duty and whatever.
1: Yeah, at least that would be modern day. I remember, yeah, it must have been, like, 12 years ago.
0: Yeah. Because, like, we, it, was, it, was, uh, it was before Left we graduated. For dead or...
1: And it was when Steam was getting really big. Yeah. They, were they getting just getting a lot of
0: Pretty much. Uh, and, like, what was... Um, I think it was Left for Dead, like, the first Left for Dead... And, like, I remember um, back in the day, like, uh, a bunch of people got really mad at me because um, I hadn't really, like, tried my hand at PC gaming ever. That was, like, my first experience, really. Yeah, for me, too, actually. And so, like, uh, we got in, and me and you really just kind of thrashed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember
1: that. <laughs> we did really good. And,
0: uh, we were good. It was- i i don't i i think i remember the game working in that like um whoever your teammate is doing the best is more likely to get the titan form of the zombie if you're like not a survivor yeah and like vice versa like when you become a a zombie like if you're doing really good as a survivor then you just like i think start out with that sometimes Mm -hmm. and i remember matches where me and you would go and i would just like get it for five rounds in a row (laughs) yeah And I get an entire building screaming at a computer they can't find. (laughs) (laughs) Because
1: nobody knew who you were.
0: Nobody knew. And I was just playing. And then, like, they finally found me. And, like, like, they all just, like, came up and, like, started watching behind. Just, like, figuring out what was going on. it was, like, holy shit, it's this kid. It's this short little shit. (laughs) He's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like... Like that was just like super cool, uh, like that being my like first step into PC gaming, and like I didn't, I didn't touch it again until like, freaking ten to, like twelve years later. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Like,
0: and it was it was a real bummer. Like, um, I didn't start PC gaming until like around World of Warcraft, I guess. Oh yeah, I remember
1: you you played that long before i ever touched a computer to be fair <laughs> yeah so you had you had to so start like, long before i did wow
0: well i no no i think i overshot with like 10 or 12 years it was like actually pretty i think it was like a couple months after that um me and cole had this bet uh to like see who could get to level cap first and like he totally trounced me <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, did, did he fall off? Well, wow, that's actually surprising, because I know you both have insomnia.
0: Yeah, no, he totally trounced me. <laughs> I got to about, like, um, level 42, and I was like, God, this game is so boring. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, the problem was I was playing it by myself.
1: <laughs> oh, did he have friends? Was he playing with, like, an um, I don't,
0: know? I don't know. I think he just, like... Um, Cole was uh, Cole jumped into computer- computers a lot faster than I did.
1: Yeah, he's all, he's been um, bigger. So he already knew to how
0: to. Yeah, he already knew to think, to look at the UI, and understand that there's a party finder.
1: Okay, <laughs> so he got into the and, digits.
0: Yeah, and so like uh, like I played the game solo from like level one to level forty two. <laughs> yeah. And so like yeah yeah no I went hard. <laughs> Um, and then, like, I got there, and I was, like, like, level cap wasn't that high back then, it was, like, 60, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was still vanilla, uh, and I was, like, 20, less than 20 levels away from winning the bet, and I was, like, god, I can't, I can't do this anymore, <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's just, like, I'm gonna kill myself if I have to do another courier quest, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can imagine you oh, staying God. up for, like, two days straight, maybe three, just playing that and it leveling, weeks, and then dude. just having a big sleep.
0: Just a big heckin' sleep.
1: <laughs> and the next day, Cole's just like, who's
0: level, look, who's level 60? Yeah, yeah no, yeah. it was, like, pretty... Divorced. I, like, did not get into World of Warcraft after that, and Cole ended up getting really into World of Warcraft.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I remember him coming by one day, just just passing through the room, and he's like, I just killed your... Friend, the Alliance leader... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that was great. I loved it. Um, and like, yeah, no, my brother ended up getting, uh, really into, like, MMOs a lot more than I did. And I, uh, that, that kind of, like, episode kind of pushed me away from it. And I didn't really start touching it until, like, I found out about, like, emulators and stuff. Which was still kind of console gaming. <laughs> yeah. Um,. But, yeah, no, like, because, like, back then it was, like, really hard to get a hold of hardware, um, like, system link stuff. But you could do that on a computer, which is super easy. So we would just play the games on on the computer. Oh, yeah, I remember that, Or something. Um, And, like, I remember, um, this is a really cool old piece of uh, tech stuff, is, like, uh, system link. Like um, if you had like two console, two of the same consoles, and like um, like an Ethernet cable or something, you could just use a LAN connection, and you could play like uh, Armored Core or Jack X Combat Racing. Um, you could play Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah, some of those really good co-op games.
1: Yeah, on, on their and own, like, separate
0: screens. Yeah, I remember a bunch of people getting really into like ATV Off-Road Fury and stuff. Um, but like there wasn't a whole lot of games that did that yeah. but like in an emulator you j- could just kind of force it which was nice <laughs> yeah yeah for sure um, cause like we would play uh Game Boy Advance games like uh Guilty Gear ports for the Game Boy Advance <laughs> mm-hmm. uh but we would do it multiplayer and it was super crazy <laughs> yeah that was a lot of fun
1: oh man those those fighting games back in the day were some of the the most fun I've had uh with consoles oh man
0: Starting out on fighting games, that was actually really crazy. Um, I think my first fighting game was on the Sega Genesis. I'm pretty sure it was Mortal Kombat 3.
1: Oh, that's a good start. That's a fantastic start. I'm pretty start.
0: sure. And uh, and my brother, my like he was my baby brother at the time. My that's an important footnote. <laughs> okay. Was uh, and I was like like a. Uh, Uh, um, just a few years older than him so like my hands were a bit more bigger and developed at the time Um, and that was the only advantage I get for like that short little time and then everything went to shit
1: the ability to properly (laughs) hold the controller was your one advantage
0: (laughs) Yep, (laughs) but he would just take us to town (laughs) I didn't get it I didn't understand how he was doing the combos I didn't know what he was doing Um, because I didn't know how to use the Sega Genesis back then I was like basically a toddler (laughs) Yeah, it was,
1: it's crazy to and think like, about. Like some people's brains, like some people were just born with like the brain for that kind of stuff. And,
0: yeah, it was yeah. kind of crazy. And like um, he would even like take um, our like, like our dad, a fully grown adult, <laughs> like he would just like ruin his day. <laughs> like that kid like did not lose at Mortal Kombat three. I don't know what was up, but like he would just kick our ass.
1: They liked it, you know? Hey, we all had that yeah. game when we were, like, maybe four or five, maybe even younger, yeah. that, just, that just clicked and you just played it.
0: Yeah, I think for me it was um another game for the Sega Genesis. Like, since I couldn't play Mortal Kombat, I was like, screw this, I'm going to go play Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> and they had, like, a, a Power Rangers fighting game for the Genesis back in the they day. They did. Um, yeah, they had, like, two. Um, but I feel like it, this is, like, the first iteration of it. And uh, it was uh, it was a blast. It was basically a Street Fighter II clone, to be perfectly honest. Hey, that's that's fine. Uh, but just the, the you know, for Power Rangers. <laughs> it's like Battle for the Grid, only in the nineties. <laughs> oh man, and I'm a nineties kid.
1: I can appreciate that.
0: Oh man, and like um, nowadays we have like like in comparison from like the Genesis to the PS4, we have games like Battle, like Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, which is just a freaking delight. Let me tell you. I love that game. Oh, <laughs> that game is so much fun. It does sound like fun. That's another That's another, um Crossplay game. You can play that on Steam and PS4 together.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to look into getting that for myself here soon.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I have that on PS4. And, like, ranked, let me tell you, makes no sense. <laughs> well, see, that,
1: that's another interesting thing. We were talking about some ranked earlier. Uh, like, competitive, I suppose you could say, is what that is. And, yeah. uh, like, I've... I've played a bit of ranked. I've played a bit of competitive in games. Nothing's ever made yeah. sense to me in any of those games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I think the one time uh, ranked actually really made sense to me was Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, actually, and beyond you know that, what? It was just a nightmare.
1: <laughs> I, I agree for the most part with Dragon Ball Fighters. Dragon Ball Fighters is an excellent example of what we're talking about here. At Fighters. Uh, it was it was yeah. big name. It was popular when as soon as it came out. Uh, a lot of people got their hands on it and got to, you know, oh, yeah. to try it out for themselves. Uh, but oh, I yeah. remember my only problem with the ranked in that game was people disconnecting, like, constantly. I don't know if it was, like, a net- sometimes I'm sure it was a network issue, and other times it was yeah, just, like, something uh... didn't go their way, so they just leave. Just... Uh, and I kind of me rage wonder... critters
0: or getting DC'd.
1: Yeah, like, it kind of made me... I never actually knew if there was any kind of... Uh, like consequence for that? Was there ever like any consequences for people doing that sort of thing, or? Uh,
0: depending on the game, yes. Sometimes it just like took it as a disconnect and didn't care. Um, but like some games gave that player a penalty, like who like had uh, just like quit out of the game if they could detect that it was like an actual function instead of like a disconnect. Yeah. Um, and so like they would get like um, like deducted points or something in rank so that, like, they would be lower than you were so you wouldn't fight them again or something like that. Yeah, because
1: that's, that's, that's the thing. Like, ranked is... It's meant to... You know, you get nothing out of being ranked other than, like, the yeah. satisfaction of using your skill to get to where you were, right? Um, yeah.
0: that that It's just a tool to really get better. People are really intimidated by ranked, to be perfectly honest. And, like, I think that's because people kind of hype it up into something it's not really about.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean it's... For some people, get aiming for the top is, like, is what it is, you know? A lot of people just want to be yeah. there. Um, but yeah. for me, uh, I guess from my angle, uh, it's it's really just a satisfaction of, like, seeing where I'm at, what I can do against, yeah. like, who's out there, I suppose. Because, um, like, I, I I don't... I know I personally don't have the time to, like, aim for the very top. I just want to... Any game I play, I just want to do the best I can uh, where I'm at. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's right. And so... Um, with the people, like, dropping out of matches intentionally when they're about to, like, lose, yeah. they're basically, like, uh, they're obviously trying to get, like, a good score. That I think that's yeah, what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, they're, they're doing what they can to preserve score. their their rank. Yeah, so that they, they only get, like, rank ups by, like, only staying in the matches so that they're winning, right?
0: Yeah. And, like, if you just disconnect, then some games it just doesn't even count uh, on you at all, or it'll just, like, count as a tie or something. Yeah, and you won't get the negative point.
1: But even even with some of that stuff going on, the ranked still made sense in fighters.
0: Yeah, yeah, fighters fighters did it really well. Um, I felt like, uh, especially early game, like once uh, once you get going and like you kind of settle in your position of like how you're fighting and, and what you're doing, you'll really kind of find your place in ranked, and you'll you'll get a lot more even matches. Like, like in a lot of fighting games, like Battle for the Grid, it's just an absolute nightmare in ranked. Like, uh, uh, and that that's disappointing. For I,
1: I think, I think fighting games really shine at their best when you're put against yes. somebody who's right there at your level.
0: Oh yeah, no, that's that's when it's just like the greatest kind of spectator sport, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. And like the thing is, like with, it's like figuring out netcode and a whole bunch of other shit. But like another problem is balance, and with the problem with Battle for the Grid as opposed to Fighters is that, like, I was basically top 500 in my region for a good solid week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, like, in a lot of games, that's a, a really that, big a good thing to say. Yeah. Like, that, like, hot shit, dude. But, like, I could have just not been in a match with somebody who was actually really good at the game. Like, I could have just been matched up with people who are just playing the game. Right, okay. Because, like... Like, I was in a match, uh, at one point, I was, like, at Platinum Rank 3, and my bonus coin level was at, like, 45 or some shit. And I fought somebody who was, like, uh, like a Diamond Rank 5, and, like, their, uh, their coin rank was, like, 57 or whatever, like, super high. Um, but I totally trounced them, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't understand this game and how they rank shit. But like you'll go into Dragon Ball Fighters, and it'll be like, like you're if you're Super Saiyan, you're really you're getting pointed up with uh, uh, paired up with all these people in this particular rank, and only if you're like on the higher end of the ranking will you fight people who are in the next rank to you. You know? Yeah. Like like it's that's how you crawl up the rank. But like recently, I got a really weird match, and I think this might be because of Corona and like the overload of like everybody just being online at the same time um i got like went up against an ultra instinct as like i think i'm like supreme kai right now Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and so like i just got thrashed (laughs) because like you know this game's ranking actually works the way it does for a reason (laughs) right yeah (laughs) and so like sometimes you will just bad netcode will give you a bad match that's just something that's gonna happen Mm
1: -hmm. yeah any game and so like yeah. yeah
0: Yeah, I I just got utterly destroyed by this person who's like seven, ten ranks above me, obviously, (laughs) because they've been working at it way longer.
1: Yeah. And they understand super dashing. Yeah, they still got pit against that guy. But yeah, man. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I think that's just about time to wrap it up. Uh, We've had a good conversation about all kinds of PC and console stuff. I think we've learned a lot today, and I hope everyone else who's listening has learned a lot um
0: yeah no it's been a lot of fun it was uh it was pretty cool uh we me and uh koji both have streams you can uh you can watch us on twitch uh under the accounts mobius192 and uh koji kajio and then uh don't forget to check us out on the mythos server where uh, we'll hang out with the guys and maybe uh chat with you and play some games
1: yeah, we definitely might play some games together. Uh, Among Us has been a popular topic lately, so join us there. Yeah, it's been a blast. <laughs> might, might have a blast with some of us, just saying.
0: Alrighty, <laughs> we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Bye, guys.